You are listening to the Fur Road Christian Church Podcast. Our mission is to love God and love people. For more information about Fur Road, visit furroadcc.org. That is F-I-R-R-O-A-D-C-C dot org. Now for this week's message. Good morning. I just want to start our message off with a story this morning. It's about a teacher and a student. Uh, This was a kindergarten student, and it was in the middle of the winter, and so part of that process is getting a lot of kids ready and putting a lot of of extra layers. And there's this one student who was struggling this day, and so out of the kindness of her heart, the teacher uh, decides to help this student, and the struggle for this little kid is getting the boots on, and they just aren't going on quite right. And uh, she bends down and begins to serve him and and help him out and as she tries to get his boots on she notices why he's having such a hard time and she is struggling trying to get these boots on Uh, and finally after sweating through this process and and pushing and twisting and turning she finally gets the boots on uh, and to her chagrin the student uh, points out "Uh, teacher the shoes are on the wrong feet Uh, And so she kind of, all right, so she works them off and makes sure that she has the boots in the right spot on the right feet. And again, they go through this process of uh, struggling just to get it on, twisting, turning, and uh, working through this. And she's just continually getting hotter and sweating and going through this process. And as she puts on these boots and finally gets them on again, uh, he, he mentions to her that there's another piece of information she says uh, he says these are not my boots and uh, again she struggles and she pulls them off and she finally gets them off and he says uh, well they're my brothers and my mom made me wear them (laughs) and so uh, again she struggles and puts it back on and uh, she's noticed this outside the snow's starting to fall and it's going to be cold and she says well we finally got your boots on and uh, but where are your mittens? And he said, oh, I stuffed those in the, in the toes of my boots. Some of you are still getting that. All right, we'll follow, we'll, we'll continue on. All right, so uh, the story of this is that to serve and illustrate that the serving others doesn't always go the way that we expect it to. There are times that we have the best intentions, the best heart, the best uh, desire, and and as we do this act of service, it comes with obstacles, it comes with distractions, it might come with some disappointments, and it might not always live up to exactly the things that we had expected it to live out. But that's kind of the way it happens sometimes when we make the decision to serve people. There is no ever any certainty of how that might turn out. And I guarantee you that if you serve people long enough, that you'll learn the lesson that sometimes helping and serving others has its challenges. Uh, I'm sure as we embark on our 11th year of doing the Big Serve, you guys have done this a lot longer than I have. Has anybody been here and done and participated in all 11 Big Serves? All right, congratulations. So we have about a half a dozen to a dozen people that have done that. That's awesome. And so you guys know this and can probably attest to this and probably have some stories of when you went to go and serve, where you signed up for a project expecting something and probably encountered some challenges, some difficulties, or it going not exactly how you would expect it. 
And I would say that leading this for the first time, uh, there have been some things that have been part of the planning and behind the scenes and the preparation that I really wasn't expecting or could know to expect. And so I have been grateful and we are going to be launching. I think everything will go smoothly, hopefully. Uh, be praying for that this week, uh, that everything will go as expected. It probably won't, uh, but be praying for that, that everything will go as expected next week. But I also want to uh, give credit to Denise and all the hard work that she has already put into this of contacting people, coming up with ideas, uh, coming up with resources. And so she has really been a, an all-star in this process. And so I just want to give her a lot of credit for where credit is due. And, you know, part of doing this is coming together and everybody using their resources and their gifts and ability and the time. Uh, and so uh, she has done probably more than I have in the legwork of this. But we are, I just want to thank her for that and acknowledge that. But there are going to be some things that, that happen next week that I'm excited about. You know, I love this idea of the Big Serve. In, in the interview process, this was something that stood out to me, that excited me, that, that it grabbed my attention because serving is one of the things that I view as my spiritual gift. It's some of the, something that I enjoy doing. I'm good at it. Uh, I love to serve people and help people whenever uh, my, get, my abilities allow that to happen. Uh, and so I think that it, there is a lot of benefits to serving other people. And so I hope that you get excited about serving as, as I am. And I know I'm biased because of it being my spiritual gift, but I also think that it's benefit and you should get excited because serving others allows us to grow together as a church. And I think that it'll benefit not just us as individually, but us collectively as we serve alongside other people. I think that as you pick up or sign up for these different things, as you go through the process of, of focusing on and praying for whichever task that you sign up for, that you will grow together in that experience, that you'll have that memory that you can reflect on and build off of. And I think that you'll grow together with people that you serve alongside. I feel that way in everything that I do, no matter how big or small that process might be. I think that we grow together by serving alongside each other. And, you know, I think that as you guys here here on a Sunday morning, I expect that you grow some, or I hope and pray that you grow some by listening to the messages that whoever is standing up here is delivering that. And I pray that every week you get something out of that message, that you get a truth, that you get a way to live out, or you get a way to grow. But I think there is a limitation of how much you grow from just getting something out of a message. I believe that all of us grow more by giving to others. And when we actually go out and we give of ourselves to other people, I think we can grow some by getting things, but by giving things away, by going out and doing things for others, we grow exponentially. And that's another reason that I'm excited for this Big Serve next Sunday. And I guess we really haven't talked about that too much, how that's going to work. Uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the Big Serve, we are going to be not having any types, well, we'll, have a, we'll gather together here at 930 We'll have a devotion, we'll have a couple songs, and we'll do communion, and then we'll go out and do the different projects or the different service projects that we have prepared for you. And if you, uh, I'll get to it a little bit later, but that's basically the gist of it is instead of coming in and getting something, you're going to go out and give of your time, talents, and abilities. 
Now, I think that that is something that is needed for all of us, and not just for us, but we do it to serve our community. I think there are two ways that we live as people. I think there are two big segments of people in, in our world. We have the people who are giving, and we have the people who are getting. I think that sometimes we serve in each of those capacities, depending on where we're at in life, the things that we're going through. Sometimes we need to be getters, and we need to get things, but there's also a point in our lives where we need to start giving, where in our spiritual growth, we want to get things, but eventually we have to take the things that we've gotten and give it to others. I think it's just the goal of a mature Christian is to get to the place where we are giving, where we're selfless, and one of the greatest qualities that we can give to others is that example of serving God wholeheartedly. I think that as we come together as a group, we learn from each other, we grow from each other by seeing other people's servants' hearts, seeing the way that they, they give of their lives. I think also one of the great things about this is that our humanity desperately needs people who don't just talk about Jesus, but who actually live out its truth, who get to see Jesus come to where they're at. And I think that when we have the opportunity to see others in need, I think it should be our desire, our initial reaction that we help, that we're, when we see people who are suffering, people who need healed, people who uh, maybe need taught, people who need a shoulder to cry on, people who maybe have been abused and need comforted. I think that we need to get to that point where we instinctively pray for them. We instinctively care for them. And I think we get that idea from Jesus. Jesus gave us a model to model, if you will. And if by following that model, we can be the model for other people. I think as a church, we should always be modeling the characteristics of Jesus that he has given to us. Uh, Jesus modeled the way to give the life away. And in Matthew twenty two thirty seven through 40, he said this, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the furthest and greatest commandment. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commands. You know, as a church, this is our mission statement, right? To love God and to love people. It comes from these verses, and I'm sure this is a verse that you've seen before and will see again. But it is a reminder that this is our mission, and this is what we need to embrace as people who are loving God and loving others. And one of the ways that we love other people, you know, there's different love languages that you're probably familiar with. One of those love languages is serving. And so there's a segment of the people in the world who receive and give love through serving. And so we want to target and hit those in this way, in this avenue, in this vein. And so by through serving others, we will be loving the people who need to be loved in that way, who receive love in that way. I think Jesus was very well aware of this as he came to serve us in this earth. You know, he stated that he came to serve, not to be served, because he wanted to show people God's love. It was his way of loving God and loving others. And as always, Jesus is the perfect example of that servanthood. And through Jesus' ministry, he stressed that he didn't act on his own initiative, but he came because the Father sent him. 
and he left the splendor of heaven to live as a poor man in a obscure province of a mighty empire. He worked to the common trade. He ate and drank and slept. His feet became dirty. He walked the roads of Judea and Galilee. He washed the feet of others, and no one gave up as great of an existence for things so seemingly ordinary than Jesus. Jesus continually expresses a servant's heart as he loves and serves those around him through healing, teaching, and admonishing. For years, he pointed out what that means. Through his ministry, he loved others by serving them. And eventually, he made the biggest act of service by dying on the cross for us. And so that is our example that we are trying to follow. That's the model that we are trying to model, is the way that Jesus loved others by serving them. And eventually, as mature Christians, we serve God by serving others. 1 Peter 4, 8 through 11 reminds us of this as well. It says this, Above all, love each other deeply. Because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. As faithful stewards of God's grace in various forms, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. It's a powerful reminder of why and what we should be doing as a church. God has given us gifts to use a better and better express our love to others. It's important that as people that we are serving those and helping them feel loved. If you look at the disciples, they learned this lesson through a slow, repetitive process. You know, as they got to this point where they learned to love other people, despite the sins that they might have encountered, despite the hate that might have been in their heart, despite the arguments of who was the greatest in the kingdom, eventually they learned to put others first. They learned to love other people completely just as Jesus did. You know, as a church, we should be doing this. We should be trying to become people who are willing to love others more deeply, just as that passage indicates. And you know, that takes a process, and, but there's benefits to us if we are able to get to that point where we can live out that passage. I think that should be something that we all try to memorize, that we all try to hide in our heart, because I think it indicates to us what it looks like to love and to serve other people. You know, as we go through this, there's different things that we can be reminded of. You know, that why do we do this big serve? We do it because it builds community. Uh, serving along with others creates and generates communities. You know, I'm sure you can all see and look back on the times that you have done this or participated in this in the past, and you can reflect on the fact that uh, how that helped change and form your relationship with other people, and, and the smiles on people's faces as you come to their door, as you do a project for them, or as you deliver a gift or, or help with them in some way, or maybe not even the individuals themselves, but the volunteers who are already committed to those projects who receive something from us. 
who get to see someone that isn't caring about, uh, cares enough about them to do something for them. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think that we try to implement as a family is this example of serving other people. And I was remembering of a story of an American, of this family whose Thanksgiving tradition included serving meals at a woman's shelter before going home to eat their own feast. And they would involve their kids in this project and, and serving those people. And they instilled in them this compassion and raised their awareness of life's harsher realities and developed in them this habit of helping the less fortunate, but also it bonded their family in a unique and wonderful way that most other people didn't get by just sitting down and watching a football game. Uh, so maybe that is already in your heart and you already understand and appreciate the fact that serving builds community. But another thing that it does is that serving increases our faith. Even though we aren't saved by serving, we are saved for serving. Serving is a form of worship, a way to express gratitude for what Jesus has done for us. God doesn't always just want to work through in us. He wants to work through us. And seeing the hearts of other people changed and getting to move outside of our comfort zone, right? It's a lot easier to come and sit in these seats than it is to go and serve somebody else on a Sunday morning. It might be easier to sit in these seats than to go out and to share the gospel truth with someone. It might be easier to come in here and sit uh, than it is to go and pray over or with someone who you might not uh, fully know their circumstances, and it creates that little awkwardness of what do I pray for? How do I pray with them? What if I say the wrong thing? What if I say their names wrong? I've done all of those things, so I'm still alive and they still appreciate it, right? So being able to push ourselves out of our comfort zones, God will increase our faith by revealing in us this potential for something greater. And I think that is one of the wonderful things about serving other people, is that it increases our faith individually. You know, Jesus shared a story about the Good Samaritan, and he showed how people heartlessly ignored an injured man until a Samaritan, people commonly looked down, mercifully stopped to help him. You know, he went and went outside of his comfort zone, and he created and broke the barrier of this reality that they thought was there. But it really wasn't because love overcomes most barriers. And if someone is reaching out to you and caring for you and meeting your, your need, you really don't care about their story all the time. You just care how they are intersecting with yours. And so as we go and we share others, we share and help other people, we don't know how that's going to impact their story. We don't know how that's going to help meet their need all the time. But if we are doing it with a whole heart, if we're doing it with a pure heart, I know that in this experience, as you go and serve others, your faith will increase. The more that we serve others, the more we see God at work. You know, this was evident in the way that Jesus sent his disciples out and he would send them to go and serve other people and the stories that they would come back with and the things that they got to do. I mean, I wonder what it was like for the disciples the first time they went out and they got to perform a miracle and they saw someone healed or the first time that they shared the gospel truth like Philip with the Ethiopian eunuch and they decided to get baptized on the spot. You know, things like that of going and getting to see other people's faith and life change grows our own faith. Uh, I, 
Sometimes, though, we think, well, I'm just a single person. What difference can my life make? D.L. Moody wrote this, I am only one, but I am one. I can't do everything, but I can do something. And what I can do, I ought to do. And what I ought to do, by the grace of God, I will do. That's a great reminder that serving is also good for our soul. And even, and no matter what stage in life, no matter where we find ourselves in life, no matter what ailments, no matter what hurts, what pains we may be dealing with on a daily morning, there is always some way that you can serve others. God has given us that gift and the ability to always give something. It might not always be much to us, and we may think that I'm the only one doing this, but I think there is power in that, that God can use anyone to give to somebody else. It might be the act of prayer. It might be a card that you write, a text that you send. You maybe have some limitations, but you're not completely limitless. God can use you for other people. And when we reach out and we get messages back that saying someone appreciated that note or that thought or that prayer, it feeds our soul. When we get to go to somebody and we get to see their smile on their face, it, it helps lift our spirits too, knowing that we're being used by God and we're sharing his love with other people. Because God's love is something that impacts and infuses people like nothing else in this world. It changes lives and no, like nothing else can. And you know, by tapping into our gifts and passions, it builds self-confidence, it builds energy, it builds strength in our church it, through us individually, but also us collectively. The Big Serve allows everyone to have a role of giving instead of getting on that Sunday morning. And we hope that it's not just something on a Sunday morning. We hope that it's something that becomes a lifestyle, that becomes something that you intentionally, purposely carry through the year, that you begin to find your own ways to serve, not just on that Sunday, and, but on other Sundays. And, you know, I think it would be great if you're not here on some Sundays because God gave you the opportunity to serve somebody else. Somebody outside of these walls needs you, and you have to be there, and you can do that by showing them that you love them. I think we get things by getting and being in here, but we grow more by giving to other people. You know, God never intended salvation to be a spectator sport. We, our armchair theologians only take us so far. Christians worship and observers greatly abuse the precious gift of their, that their heavenly father has given them. We just sit here, we're not doing as much for God's kingdom as we do when we're going out and serving. And that's why we do this, is to remind us of the importance of this and to give us an excuse to do it and to go and serve and seek out different ways that we can help people to raise our awareness of the different organizations that might be in our community, organizations that we have, may have deeper levels of connection to, and it may inspire you to do more for this group, to do more for them as you see the impact that you're having by just giving up a couple hours of your day. How much more impact can you have by giving up more time? And so uh, we have done a lot of work uh, to kind of set up and to kind of plan. And I'm also so grateful for the other people who have said that they would take on and lead projects. So thank you to any of you who have said that and the time that you've put into uh, going to lead a project. But I just want to let you know that 
Um, and we're going to try to encourage you and, and turn this into a little bit of a commercial time of you changing your focus of getting something to decide to give something. In your bulletin, you uh, should have gotten a big serve card here. Uh, and if you didn't grab a bulletin, I, gave, I put some in the seats in front of you. So you don't have an excuse for that if you didn't grab a bulletin. Uh, so on this, it has a list of the different things that we have available for you to do. Uh, these are the projects that we have uh, set up, lined up. And there is a sign-up table in the, in, the fellowship, in the foyer there. We would like you to kind of, uh, you can either place this there or sign your name up there too, uh, either way. But we would want you to look through this and see an area of where you can give your time, effort, and energy. And we've tried to be very intentional about making it so that everybody can do something whether uh, you're limited mobility or can't go out and do, we're not expecting everybody to go chop wood like Tom does, right? He's a superman, he can work like in 100 degree weather. We don't expect everybody to have that gift and that ability. Those of you that can, we do need chainsaws and splitters, right Tom? We still need some of that, so if you are wanting to be one of those people and go and chop some wood and help some people through the winter, uh, we do have that need, and uh, we are going to have that, but if you're uh, kind of more, just because of life circumstances, can only sit at a table and bag things, we have those opportunities to serve too. And so we have, we've tried to think of what, finding a way for everybody to be able to do something, whether that's here at church, whether that's out in the community, to provide a wide variety of opportunities, no matter what your interests might be, no matter where your heart may be. But we also want to be this, this to be a very intentional time about as you're in this and you're doing this, that you be praying for these people, that you be thinking about these people, that you be lifting them up and, and processing their, their ministry in whatever way God leads. And so we'd hope that the conversations would be uplifting, encouraging, growing, but also as much about focusing on what and how we can continue to serve these ministries uh, and how God might want you to do it continuously. So uh, does anybody have any questions about this as you look at it? I'm just going to, I know this is not typical Sunday morning sermon type stuff, uh, but hopefully it answers all of your questions. Uh, if you do have any questions, just go to Denise. I'm sure she can answer all of them, right, Denise? <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll give you all the right, wrong answers. She'll give you all the right answers. All right, so we have that. So sign, click one. If you're like, hey, you know what? I think Matt asked earlier a good question. What if I'm not sure how many people are signed up for that? Maybe you have a top three. You could write one, two, and three as, as far as what you would prefer if one of those might fill up and we need or are short in other areas. That's an opportunity or, or an option too. But again, kind of going back to the message is, is this idea that... Uh, this is an opportunity for us to serve, and we expect it not to be exactly to go as you may expect. God may be doing something completely unexpected through that. There might be some difficulty, some discouragement, some disillusionment with it, but serving others always doesn't always produce the results we expect it to. But serving God is still an awesome privilege that God has given us in this grace to serve him and has taught us how to serve him uh, by sending Jesus to model that for us. You know, so I just want to encourage you and remind you that we'll be doing this and it's a way for us to impact our community in a unique and powerful way and so i'm excited to serve with you all next week in a very different way and not just because i get the week off right it's because i actually love doing this
All right, let's go ahead and go to God in prayer. Lord, we thank you so much for all that you do. Lord, we thank you for setting the example that you did to serve. Lord, we pray that you will uh, allow us to know and understand our gifts, our abilities that you've blessed us with, that your Holy Spirit has infused and empowered us with. Lord, we ask that as we go out and we serve others next week, that we do that with a pure heart and that we grow in our um, knowledge and understanding of what it means to serve you, that we uh, are able to love these people, love these organizations the way that you love them. Lord, help us to be able to connect with those that we are serving. Help us to be able to share your love with them. And I pray that through this process that your kingdom grows for us collectively as a group, but also as uh, individually we uh, go and maybe do something that we're not 100% comfortable with that might stretch us a little bit, uh, that might be outside of uh, something that we've ever done. Lord, I pray that you will grow our faith. Lord, we ask that we would all grow together in our understanding and knowledge of you. In Jesus' name, amen.